Welcome to the Missouri Wind and Solar Podcast. Thanks for downloading. I'm your host, Wes Shank, and I'm here today with our co-host and general manager, David McDerris. Each week, we review the latest, greatest happenings in wind and solar and how they will impact you and your alternative energy projects. If you'd like more information about anything you hear on the podcast, check out our educational resources at windandsolar.com, including links to over 300 of our YouTube videos, or reach out to our Seymour-based sales team at 417-708-5359, and you can always email them too at sales at windandsolar.com. And if you really, really want to get in-depth, come and sit in on David's class. It's a hands-on workshop in Seymour, Missouri, and you can get all the details of that on our website, windandsolar.com. All right, David, let's talk about sizing your system. And let's talk about why would you want to oversize panels and not your battery bank? Okay. If we talk about that, let's say my panels are, well, would you consider my situation oversized? Let's do the math of yours. You got 36 panels at 400 440, I think. 440. 420, uh, I can't remember. 420s or 440s. So you have over 13,000 watts. I think actually you had right at 15,000. Yeah, I think uh, it's 15,000. 15,000 watts times five. So 60. No, actually yours is times nine because you're on dual trackers. So you have the potential of making somewhere about 135 kilowatts per day 135 kilowatts per day you don't have 135 kilowatts of battery bank yeah i've got let's see 70 yep 72 72 you have about twice as much production capability as you do storage capability one reason that you would do that number one reason is your batteries are not being used throughout the day they're only being used at night the nighttime usage on most homes, I'm not going to say it's on all homes, most homes, the nighttime consumption is about half the rate of the daytime consumption. So if you're oversizing your panels double, once your battery bank gets full, like yours on this particular day, Wes, would probably be full probably by now if we was to look at your at oh your, yeah, they're uh, full. They're full. <laughs> and so they're full. So everything that your home is doing right now, from now until that you get home tonight, everything your home's doing, it's doing it directly off solar. Your batteries are no part of that. It's what it's running across the top. It's just well. running across the top. Barrel's full and it's going to flowing right out the top of it. There's no need for it to pull from the batteries. For any the only reason that would ever pull for batteries is if your solar said hey, I need more energy than the solar panels are producing right now. It would go draw whatever it needed from those batteries at that point, and it would give it into the home. As soon as it let back off and said, okay, we, no longer do I need that, it would refill that battery bank immediately, and then it would go right back to just using the solar panel alone. And so that's why you would oversize. Another reason you'd oversize is if you were actually grid tying. Wes is not, but if you were actually grid tying, you can use a smaller battery bank and then build up your kilowatt credit through the electric company throughout the day. There again, let's just say that you were doing it. And let's say Wes's scenario here, where as when those batteries got full at say 12 a.m. or 12 p.m., that the rest of the eight hours that day, you're building up a kilowatt credit. Your home's using it first and then the rest of it is being sent out into the grid. 
And so your kilowatt credits built up. So now your batteries are only going to be being used in a scenario where you're losing power. And a lot of people do that. I quote many systems a week where people, their overall goal is reduce their electric bill. They don't so much want to be off grid, but they do want to have that capability of having that backup. And in that case, you're not running your whole home. If you're running, you might have your load box only running your refrigerator, your freezer, your well, some lights in the home, some outlets in the home, minimal stuff that when you look at the overall usage of it, uses a tenth of what your overall electric bill is and the electric needs are. But if you want to be able to offset your overall electric bill, you're going to have to have a solar system that will offset that on a day-to-day basis even though your battery bank was never designed to be really a part of that. It was only designed to be for the load source of an outage. And then once the outage happens, your solar then would, not only would it run there again, once it filled the battery bank up, it would run all that equipment throughout the day. And so there again, you can minimize the amount of batteries that you need in your system even in a an off not an off-grid but a in a backup case scenario you can still minimize the, the amount of batteries okay so when you talk about oversizing are we right in saying you know the average family uses say 13 kilowatts a day 40 kilowatts a day 40 40 kilowatts a day is the average home in the united states holy cow yeah well in my place is incredibly efficient yes yours is very <laughs> efficient okay so what would you consider is oversizing that versus? Okay, so if you were to come to me and say, okay, this is my average consumption is 1,200 kilowatts a month. So, okay, well, then that divided by 30, and that comes up with 40 kilowatts. And so some of the questions I might ask you is, well, how much are you wanting to offset on your electric? Well, I'd like to offset all of it. And are you wanting to be grid tied? Yes. Okay. Do you want battery backup? Yes. And so at that point, then I start asking, what are the things that you want to run on the battery backup? Do you want to run the whole house or do you just want to? No, I just, I I really just care about my refrigerator, freezer, and my well. That's my main concerns. And maybe a few lights in the home, but that, and, and a way to charge cell phones, laptops to keep. Okay. That's, and so when you, when I do that, I would say, so the 40 kilowatts, that's the number I'm going to use for solar panels. Okay, that's the number I'm going to use for solar panels. I'm going to say 40 kilowatts for solar panels. So 40 kilo, 40,000 watts, and they're not using trackers. I'm going to divide that by five. I'm going to say, okay, I need 8,000 watts of panels. And so maybe I have a 400-watt panel. That's 20 panels that I need then. I need, about, I need to purchase 20 panels. But you've just told me you just need to run the well. The well is going to pull about three kilowatts a day. The refrigerator, 1.5 kilowatts the freezer, one kilowatt, and their lights and outlets is going to pull about a half a kilowatt. So if I add that all up, I've come up with three, four and a half, five and a half, six, six kilowatts of battery storage. Then I'll ask you, if the sun didn't shine for a couple of days, how many days do you want of autonomy? How many days? And you say, at least two, you know, maybe three. And I'd say, okay, well, let's just try three and go from there. So that would now be 18 kilowatts worth of batteries, okay? So I might have a system that actually has an 18 kilowatt, your battery, for instance, are 18 kilowatt batteries. And so I'd say, okay, well, there's an 18 kilowatt battery. So I've got this 
battery sized at 18 kilowatts, but my solar system was sized at 40 kilowatts. And so that's my deal just because I'm not going to try to run that whole home. And so now if you came in and said the, the opposite of that and said, I want to run my whole home, I want to do what Wes has done. Okay. Well, now it comes to 40 kilowatts, 40 kilowatts worth of batteries. And then how many times do you want to make that? How many days? How many days? Because it's two times three times four, however many days you've said. And so that gets very costly very quickly because of the battery bank size. So that's why having a good knowledge base of what you're actually wanting to achieve is going to be so prominent for us to make sure that we're sizing it properly, that you're not, we're but, not overselling. What you're telling me is it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. We're not overselling you, but we're not underselling you. And a lot of times I will tell people when I size a deal, this gets you day to day. And I let them up front know it. That way they know. And if you know that, right, if you know it's a day-to-day system, that just means that you're going to have to add some other deal to the mix, maybe a backup generator. Maybe you're using the electrical. If it's a backup, then the electrical grid's out. But maybe it's a backup generator, whatever the case may be. Or just reducing your load that you're actually going to use on that day, you know, because if you add some other certain things to it, you know, maybe you've put a TV in there that you're going to run. Yeah, I was going to say, so So, how much wiggle factors in there? Like yeah. I, I, the needle on my truck is on empty, but I know I can make it home. Right. But- That's going to be the deal. Say, okay, well, I always typically go to the high side. That way you're not running to the, the low end there again. When that needle hits the red line mark, it didn't automatically just run you out of gas. You're not just dead in the water. You do have that little bit, but you have to kind of use your common sense and say, okay, today is cloudy, overcast. Maybe I don't watch three hours worth of TV tonight. Maybe I don't run the microwave tonight and cook my entire meal in the microwave. There's just certain things that you do and don't do at that point, you know, and or you just make sure that you size it appropriately that they say, I'm always going to do that. I'm always watching three hours at night. I'm always going to cook my microwave every night. Then we just have to size that appropriately. And the nice thing now is that we're seeing more and more a bevy of apps that you that oh, will yeah. monitor. Yeah. And, you know, I can look I can look at my batteries while I'm sitting here and know how right. the day is going. Well, I've got Fortress vaults in there and they, they connect in. I can tell you I've got the Solar. It'll tell me what's going on. I got the Classic, which will monitor what my wind turbine's doing and give me an idea. So, and I know a lot of people are like, mm, I don't like that. And that's cool. You don't have to do that. You can walk you don't have there, to do it. tap right. the screen on them and see what, right. what's going on on them. But, but I pretty much, Chris and I always, it's as much about, you know, would you like a cup of coffee this morning as it is, you know, what's our battery state this morning? Right. Right. And, yeah. It's, you know, that's just the deal. You got to look at what your overall wants are, what your, goal is in a renewable energy system and if your goal is to reduce your electric bill and have some backup you're going to want to oversize your panels versus your battery that's just what you're going to want to do because it's a backup it's not a and i guess it would equivalent to this you can go out and buy a 6,000 watt generator and you can run certain loads in your home you know when the power goes out you flip on the generator you start it up you go to the breaker box and you start killing a bunch of loads and you only run certain loads in your home or you buy a generac and spend seven to eight times the cost of what the 6,000 watt generator was, but it's a whole home generator and it'll run everything. That's totally doable too. You can 
spend that eight times amount and get that battery bank that will run your whole home. It will just do it just like it would do that through the Solark 15K. The Solark 15K has a 200 amp. It has the capability of giving 200 amps out to the system. You know, well, if they can give 200 amps, that's everybody's electrical system in their home. That's all they have is 200 amp. I mean, you might have multiple boxes, but 200 amp boxes is all you have, you know. So it's capable of doing that. So. Okay. All right. What else do we need to? That's it. I mean, just have a good idea of what you're wanting to do, and, and then we can put the system together that will meet your needs. Okay. All right. Well, if you need any help with that, just give us a call and we'll be able to help you get through that. Thanks a lot. Thank you for downloading and listening to the podcast today. If you have a question you'd like to hear us discuss on the podcast or just want to say hello, email us at radio at windandsolar.com. As always, check out our store at windandsolar.com and buy some stuff. Your financial support underwrites our educational outreach like the podcast, YouTube channel, and local STEM collaboration. It also keeps Lucy and her doggy chicken treats. Thanks again for listening.